You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Welcome back to the Love is Black podcast. I'm Carice. I'm Harvey. And I am excited because we have an interesting topic tonight. One that I don't know. Have you ever thought about? Is marriage worth it? Mm, I a lot. You think not, a lot is marriage well, worth it? Before you, yes, you asked me it. I, I was not trying okay, to get married. You talking about like what? 14, 15 years ago? How long ago are you talking about? I'm forty eight. So up until I was like thirty three, you were marriage is marriage it's worth it? it? I, but I feel like you determined very early on that it was not worth it. Um. Well, there was a lot of factors that kind of made me like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do this. Right. So you were still pondering? I was. Okay. You know, I, I, I don't want to be close. I give it an opportunity. Give it a chance. You never know. And then look, a chance came and found me. And then look at this. And now 13 plus years, we in a podcast talking about it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, there are two people who do a better job of talking about it. Yes. yes. But she's true. She's right. She's right. She's right. <laughs> Yes. And I'm excited that we're going to talk to them today. We've got Monique and Janelle. They've been friends since childhood and for over 20 years. They are both single and decided to create a podcast called Is Marriage Worth It? Because marriage has always seemed interesting, but something that they really didn't have much of a clue about how to get there or what it even is. Like, why do people get married? Their dating history has not been what people would call successful but at the same time neither of them are sure if marriage is an end goal if they were to get into a relationship I love the way that they are um, kind of dualities Mm -hmm. in certain aspects and so it's a really interesting episode and I think you guys are absolutely going to love the interview with them Mm -hmm. and it's a good episode, and I get like the best compliment ever in this op- in this episode. Wait or it's for a it. compliment for me. I'm taking it from you me. guys. Tell us. Feel free to reach out. You can find us on social media. But for now, enjoy the podcast. It is your favorite podcast. Love is black, and we are blessed to have Monique and Janelle from Is Marriage Worth It, the podcast. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Doing good. (laughs) All right. Thank you for giving us of your time. We appreciate it. So should we just dive in? Absolutely. Dive deep. Dive deep. So you guys have done this podcast for a few seasons and I listened to the last episode. So I don't think you guys have come to an answer yet. But are you leaning in either direction, ladies? In regards to the question, the name of the podcast. So my, I go both ways. So at the end of season four, I think I was leaning more towards, nah, it's not for me type of thing. Even though all the relationships that we've heard, they've been great, good advice, things like that. For me personally, it's just not in the cards. When I first started, I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is something I want. And then the further we go into it, I'm just like, I really don't know. Like, I'm in the middle sometimes. Or I'll be like, yeah. And then I'm just like, nah, never mind. I changed my mind. I have, I am funny. I am solidly marriage is worth it. I am solidly want to be married someday i am also solidly stay my ass at home i do not go anywhere i do not do the apps i do not do anything i don't know how marriage will happen for me (laughs) but i very much would like to be married someday (laughs) if you could meet your husband in your living room you're set very much and (laughs) it's almost happened and i let i let it go (laughs) Oh my I think it's an. But I mean, that'd be perfect. Question. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting question. Is marriage worth it? I don't know that there is a right or a wrong 
answer to it. And I'm sure you've come across a lot of different people who have had different perspectives and you've Mm -hmm. probably gotten a lot of feedback from your listeners. Has there been anybody that you have swayed any particular way? So there is one because at the beginning of it, I knew for a fact that they were going to say no. Like we emailed back and forth and I knew like, yes, we're finally going to get our no. Somebody that's been married before is going to say no. But throughout that episode, Janelle happened to kind of convince the guy that, you know, it could be, it could be, you know, you got to think about the logistics behind it. And so when it came to his answer, he said, yes, I was so mad. I was so mad to be a no and I was excited but she happened to convince him that you know if you think about it it can be so that's what he went with but his episode is a no (laughs) we got him to say I got him to say no again (laughs) all over the place this is why my dad said I should have been a lawyer um I just like I said I am very much for so I'm like both for, I'm really for marriage. I, I believe it's a beautiful institution to be a part of. Um, I do understand it's not for everybody, um, but I don't like when people just like write it off as like a piece of paper um, because um, for our LGBT uh, brothers and sisters, there's a lot that piece of paper protects them with and other groups of people, people who, um, for like immigration and different stuff like that. There's a, like that piece of paper is actually really important to me. Um, so when people just kind of write it off, I very much will defend it. And, but I also understand that like, it's not for everybody. You don't have to get married. I don't care if you get married or not. It doesn't change my everyday. Um, and that's what ended up happening was like, <laughs> he just like wrote it off. Like it didn't matter. And had been married before, right? Mm-hmm. He was married before. And so, like, I get you were hurt by it, but, like, to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It kind of matters. <laughs> For a lot of people, big much. All right, let's take a step back for a moment. So I, I love the idea of the podcast with you. That's why I'm like, I need to reach out to you guys. But let's, uh, let's, let's go back in time. Okay. You guys have been friends for a long time. So how did you guys meet? How did this idea come about? You know, let's go back, way back. Okay, so way back, Janelle and I go way back as in we've been friends for over 20 years. Over 20 years. Yeah, over 20 years. But yeah, she was more my sister's friend anyways. But then once I graduated college and came like back to the same area, that's when we actually became. Yeah, (laughs) that's when we actually became friends. And so the way the podcast came about, a lot of people around us in our age group we're starting to get married or in relationships Mm -hmm. and so one day we were just sitting there just like how do people how do people do this like you just go and pick somebody and go oh I think I'm gonna marry them like is that how this works because backing up um we're church friends we grew up in a conservative church so it was just like you grow up you get married you have kids And so most people find the love of their lives in college. I graduated college without a ring on my finger and said, oh man, I think I'm doing something wrong. And so that's kind of where we were. And then both of us are like, marriage is one of those clubs that you kind of want to be a part of. But I want to know what's on the other side before I decide to join. And we're just like, most people's marriages are closed off. So who could we have? talk to us about things not getting super personal but just like what is marriage because obviously we don't know anything about it because we're not married so my brother took the bait he's been married for going on 10 years so we just had a conversation not even in podcast form just he was like I'll tell you all about it don't do it do it whatever and he was (laughs) giving us the giving us everything about it so after that conversation with him we kind of looked at each other and was just like, do you think more people would talk to us about relationships? And surprisingly, they it's have. Been, yeah. 
every time somebody says yes, I'm like, really, you'll tell us? Um, yeah, me and Mo have always been really inquisitive uh, people. And so we just wanted to know what was behind the veil, um, how the, you know, how it works. We also knew a lot of people who were getting divorced. And so that was also like part of the driving factor. It was like, all these people were getting married. And then a subsect of them were also getting divorced. And we're like, okay, so like, why though? <laughs> like, what did you, what stopped being like walking in your marriage, essentially? We haven't really, get, and like Mo says, we don't really get too deep into anybody's personal business. Uh, maybe if I'm engaged, somebody will start telling us um, the more juicy details. But for the most part, we are really just curious, like, how do you pick going to which side of the family for holidays? Like, how do you sit down and decide, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend what could be the rest of my life with this person? Like, those were just big questions to us. And thankfully, people have been willing to tell us at least their opinion of it. Yeah, I think in our experience, too, it's been easy to get people to open up about their relationships and to talk about their marriage. Um, all of season two for us was Black love stories. And so mm -hmm. 20, 29, 28 or 29 Black couples who would just tell us their tell love us story. Everything. Yeah. yeah, so I think people are very much willing to talk. But what I find interesting is that question about divorce. That always bothers me. I would love to listen to a lot more couples talk about why they divorce is, you know, like why divorce happens. I feel like that, that's the next podcast for you guys. And I'm going to be like the first person to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> why you leave that man? Or woman. <laughs> or woman. But I mean, for real, why, why did y'all leave? And like, you end up hearing like, like Mo said, we're church people. So, you know, you always hear, you know, little rumors or um, whispers being like, oh, maybe things weren't as rosy as they were portraying in church and um, like things weren't as happy as they were made out to be. And a couple of times me and Mo were sitting there and like, I mean, but if you look back, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm saddened, but not surprised. Because <laughs> it's easier to see it from the outside. I think from the outside, you can look in and you can be like, mm, these two don't look like this is going to last long term. But inside, like being the people in the relationship, you're like, nah, they just hate him. Like, you know, we're in love. That part. <laughs> the people who have told us like no to our podcast, we also are like low-key like, so what are you hiding? Like, <laughs> you haven't been married very long. It should be really easy for you to be like, oh, it's great. Like, we just, you know, have fun all the time. Pandemic, <laughs> we've just been each other. That's all we do. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, to start off with at the beginning, when it was new, we're just like, we understand. You don't know where we're going with it type of thing. But if you've listened to a few episodes or things like that, you shouldn't really be saying no because we don't get personal. It's like if you can't answer the question of why you love this person or why you choose to spend the rest of your life with them, that you might see be yourself in the future. Yeah. That makes sense. I saw a TikTok earlier and I would love to hear you guys feedback on maybe if you've heard something similar but a TikTok earlier where there was a woman just talking about how you know she's married now she's happily married now but if anything was to ever happen like she would never do marriage again marriage is just a lot there's a lot of work to it there's a lot of um you know investment in yourself into another person that if all of that first thing fell apart there is absolutely no reason to start over and to do that again like no. So I think that person would absolutely say marriage is worth it. Yes. But like one time, not more than that. Right. Have you guys heard I mean, that? that makes sense. Yeah. I thought so too. I was like, that makes sense. I probably wouldn't do this again. If this didn't work out, I, would, I probably wouldn't do this again. It's just too much. I think like two or three of our guests have kind of given the same sentiment where they're like, um, we also get a lot of um, marriage is worth it with the right person. And so I think a lot more people are like, yeah, if this doesn't work, we're, I'm going to go get insert pet here or um, hobby. And I'm just going to be at home by myself. <laughs> like, 
the people who do it more than one time, honestly, I'm just like, okay, so why? <laughs> but I think one of the people that we had on the podcast, I can't remember what season, but they got divorced and then remarried and their second marriage is like their forever marriage. And it was mm-hmm. like, so why wasn't your first one your forever one? And it just wasn't the right person. And then that goes when people are just like, yeah, make sure it's the right one. Then I go back to how do I know? That's my problem. And then you never really know. But you're also <laughs> supposed to just know that. I have They're no always idea. like, oh, you just know. It's like, no, you don't just know. Why? How do you know? <laughs> I guess there it's like a feeling. Mm, yeah. Is it a feeling? Well, for me, I, I've said that. I mean, one, the whole marriage thing. I'm only getting married once because I had no intention of getting married at all. Met her, okay. had to get married. That was really very much. I was like, I'm not doing it. Marriage around me didn't work. It didn't work in my family. So I'm like, I'm not doing it. And then met her and had no choice. I had to marry her. That's just... So that's how it happened with me. I like and dragged him to the courthouse. That's what this is more a love at first sight type of thing for me. She <laughs> doesn't believe in that, but that's what it was for me. And I find it interesting when I saw this, her, she showed me that video, you know, I wouldn't do it again, blah, blah, blah. And I've said that I would never get married again. And I definitely wouldn't, but I wasn't sure I entirely agreed with her because I feel like if you love somebody, and then something happens and you want to try again, I don't know if I'd be as closed-minded to say I'm not going to do it again. I know I won't, but I don't know if I could just, like for everybody, don't do it. Me, I didn't want to do it, but I wanted to for her. But that doesn't mean that maybe the first time you get married, it doesn't work out, but you come out of it a better person. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you meet somebody else who's a better fit because you've grown, that person is experienced. Maybe that second time is the right one. So I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted when I saw that video, but like I said, if it doesn't work out here, that's a wrap. It's just But then the- again, <clears throat> no, no, go on. But then again, with her saying, okay, it's one and done, that doesn't necessarily mean that she's done with relationships. Like she may never want to get married again, that's fine. She may find a life partner and just live life with that person. So it's like, I'm on the fence. Like, I get it. You can be one and done with marriage, but who's to say like, oh, another lifelong relationship isn't in the cards for her. Were you, you... (laughs) sorry. So I see a lot of like TikToks and online videos and they're like, um, that say that men know like really quickly if they're going to marry somebody or not. Like, how soon do you think in your relationship did you know, yeah, I'll marry her? For me? We weren't even in mm-hmm. a relationship yeah. as of yet. No, yeah, truthfully, real quick, we both worked at the same place. Okay. I walked into work one day, she was sitting there, and I'm like, that's my wife, deadass. That's really how it happened. And her response is, well, well, what if I was a serial killer, blah, 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 whatever. So what, many things could have gone right, wrong. Of course. So many things. You would think the woman in this situation, the one who is, who's wanted immediately would jump on the love thing. No. What if I'm a serial killer? What if I blah, blah, blah. Well, then I would have loved a serial killer. What else do you want? Like you can't, <laughs> you don't, killer. because you don't control who you love. So it would have been, it would have been a, um, a complicated love, whatever. But I knew. And this is coming from somebody whose parents got divorced, mm-hmm. both got remarried, both got divorced again. Oh, I've watched divorce all through my family. So I had this, you know, marriage is trash and mm-hmm. this, and then married somebody. So, so, so the day you decided you met, you saw her, you're like, that's the one I'm going to marry her mm-hmm. to you actually marrying her. How long was that? Less than a year. Less than a year. See, Loki, that's my dream, but it is also my deepest fear. (laughs) How well do you know somebody in under a year? But like, also, I just needed that quickly. Like, I'm not really trying to. 
Yes, how well do you ever know somebody, Janine? Mm, Very true. And that's my thing is that like, I'm still learning myself. So he doesn't know everything about me because I don't know everything about me. I'm still right. learning things about me. So how well can you really ever know somebody? There's always going to be a constant change, a shift, like something, traumatic events, like life happens mm-hmm. and that has an impact and you'll never fully know the person. Right. My response to that is that obviously I can't fully know you. What I can do is I can know the basics about you. I can understand that you're a good person. You Mm -hmm. come from a good family. You're about family. You are responsible, stuff like that. The rest of it is, there's risk in everything. There's Mm -hmm. very few things that are definite. So no matter what you do, whether the relationship has a ring attached to it or not, Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure if you're a good person or whatever, but I'm willing to risk it with you. And that's what love should be inevitable. I don't know you for sure. For us, I knew it took a little while for her because she was she was dating some other dude. You know, I just needed her to mess that up, have him mess it Crazy. up, realize he was a mess. And then, you know, I slide in, come through. You went from zero to hero, got all this stuff out the way. And then boom, and then I, I knocked her up and then bang were a thing but even so that story didn't even sound pretty it wasn't pretty men are like I'm I mean, I don't... It's, <laughs> it's not pretty but we're going we're going on for throw it. like a little dust on like sprinkle it like oh, make it nice hold on you said that i didn't even know you and blah 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 you could have been a serial killer why do i need to make it pretty you we didn't... still don't know whether or not i am a serial killer we still don't know that <laughs> that's my wife by the way. i mean there's potential that's in everybody i think Except for me, I don't like blood. Um, is absolutely the worst. I could not kill somebody. <laughs> Only the blood part, I think. Um, I'll just for me, I'll just willing to take the risk because I saw her, and it was there was just an immediate connection. That's really what it was. So when I say, "Oh, I had to marry her," I don't say like she dragged me in. It's probably me dragging her over to this side because this was this was the person, and you know it's all cheesy and such, but it is what it is. So. Um, I want to jump over because we've kind of talked about marriage mm-hmm. versus relationship, that type of thing. Is there a delineation to you, ladies? Marriage versus like a real relationship? Somebody you meet, and I heard one of you guys said it, and it was a question that you got. You meet somebody who is perfect for you, <laughs> and you won't get married. It's the most favorite game. Mm-hmm. He's perfect for you in every way and has some, I don't know, whatever is in her head that day. Um, I think I could be in a committed relationship without marriage. Um, I think there was a little deconstructing of our religious background um, for me to get to this point. Um, And I, again, I would need the paperwork, power of attorney and all that other stuff, living wills and all the things that I would need to protect us in like those serious uh, conversations that marriage just kind of like Weighs this magic wand over. Um, but I think if we're both willing to sign all the paperwork, I think I could do just a committed relationship. I think that was what the mysticism of marriage was, at least for me, um, was what changed when you signed the piece of paper, when you had the ceremony, and then you went home for the night and we saw you in like a week or two. Like what changed in that relationship? And so. I think I'm getting closer to the answer, but I think I could. And for me, that's probably my dream. Like, it seems like that would be something that's <laughs> right up my alley. And I know it's an oxymoron to say, I don't like commitment, but I could be committed to somebody. Like, that's just a different level of commitment. But I definitely could be committed to somebody without, I know Janelle hates it, but without just that piece of paper. But it's something that would technically be right up my alley. I'll just make sure you have all the other papers in checks. I like that answer to that question. I think it's um, I think it's an important one that you have to decide. I have to say, when I think about love and you know relationships, I don't associate the paperwork and the legal stuff to it. So I'm not thinking about a living will or owning property together or all that stuff. 
I'm just like, I love that woman. I want to be with her. And I, I guess in my head, the rest of that stuff kind of has to fall into place. So when I hear that as part of the grander discussion, it's a, it's a little disappointed in me. And I understand it's an important part of it, but it isn't to me in all, in all honesty. I guess I would just be taken. If you decided you was done with me, you would take me to the cleaners. You would just take this it all. This is good to know. I'm going to write that down. It's, like you didn't know already. Get out of here. This ain't new. What are you talking about? So he's basically the opposite of, you know, what we've kind of learned. Love is not enough. But he's over here saying. Love is the whole thing. Love. It's for, for this. Love is for enough it. for this. Good. For him. For Yes. Clearly not us. Clearly me. This, this feels like a one-sided love affair. So I don't so I'm going to tell your listener base probably one of my deepest secrets. Um, I like fan fiction. Uh, fan fiction is, um, you know, fan art in store based off of already um, already created properties. My favorite of that is Pride and Prejudice, and my favorite trope is Marriage of Convenience. So to me. We start with the paperwork and then we find the love. I don't know why. It's just literally, literally one of my favorite tropes. I've read romance novels. They're kind of hard for me to come by without the ick factor. I think Regency time takes away kind of like rapey vibes from it. Um, but for the most part, I really do like that thing. So like, I and I've, I've thought of it all arranged marriages, married at first sight. I watched the whole first season. That was my jam. I, I sometimes I'm just like, I think the only way I could be married is if the paperwork came first <laughs> and then we'll like fall in love afterwards. So like, I don't know. I, I think that's part of it. Like I've never not romanticized the paperwork. I think that's part of the romance of it. You can always learn to love somebody, I assume. Because I think people like fall in and out of love all the time. And I think it's the falling back into love that is the difference between people filing for divorce and staying married. I think the love part is the least of it. I think it's the like part that you need. You need a friendship and you need to like the other person. Like them enough that when they are working your nerves, because they will work your nerves, maybe on a daily basis, you still are like, this is it. This is like the one. <laughs> I feel like I feel like your tone changed. Like, <laughs> it, it got more. It's not love. It's the like. If it's oh, not, no. if it's not for like the friendship, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you'll have friendships. You guys have been friends for over 20 years. You still chat. You still are interested in each other's lives. You might have little quirks that you really are like, why is she like that? But y'all love each other, right? That's marriage. That's that's literally marriage right there. It's having that bond, that kinship, that relationship with somebody where even those little quirks, those little things that you're like, oh, why are you like this? Like, what is like this thing that you just can't stop doing? Because it's going to be something. There's always something in every sort of relationship. But it's I think that's what marriage is. Honestly, it's the like, it's not the love. It's not the love at all. You could fall in love, out of love, in love, out of love. It's the like. I, I don't know if I agree. If you're falling in and out of love, then it's not love. I think you're, you're I don't know. What's that? I, can't, I had the word and I can't. You're falling in and out of like. I think. Infatuation? You, yeah. Infatuation is what it is. You're okay. like, oh, I'm really attracted to you. Then I'm not. Love is something different. I don't know about the attraction. I don't think it's attraction. Love, I really think you got to like somebody. But I think love should encompass the like the respect the damn you're annoying as hell but i'll deal with you anyway type of thing love should carry more weight and if it's in and out of love it doesn't feel like it's love to me it's just no. like I'm, i'll deal with you today but on a wednesday i'm not that's no this family i love but i don't like them but that's family but that, but that's what i'm saying it's like the person you marry becomes part of your family mm -hmm. it, like you can i can very much love you and not like you but you can but you can i don't know but i, don't, I could like you and not love you right. mm. i just feel like the difference because you you can leave me if you want but that's your mama like that's it i mean i can leave her too and she's still your mama but you can leave me and i'm not your husband anymore. 
you just be an ex-husband. Well, I don't know. It sounds like we're getting there anyway. Oh no, <laughs> like it's a wrap. Papers have been filed. I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> See, I think it's just I think it's just having a foundation to go back to. Like whether it's like like you're saying, like a friendship, like you have something to go back to, whether you want to call it falling in and out of love or whatnot, you have something that you can wake up and look at and go, this is the reason that I like slash love because who really knows what the word love means anyways, but that's a whole nother, (laughs) I'm not even going to go down that road, but you have to wake up and realize there is a reason that you like slash love this person. So you have to have that foundation to go back to. So I have a question here to each of you. Mm-hmm. So let's not, we don't have to be marriage. Let's just talk about somebody you are comfortable being in a committed relationship with. If either one of you could build that part, the three things that that person has to have, what are the three things that that person, you can only pick three. So that I do that so that you have to hide, there's gotta be a hierarchy. You got to prioritize what's important. The three things that person has to have for you to be like, I'm going to be committed to you and possibly married. Only three? Mm-hmm. Oh, the top three. top three. Family feud. Top three answers on the board. <laughs> Loyal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm going to have to throw, it might be superficial, I don't care. I'm going to have to throw some type of attraction into there. That's, that's important. So loyalty, attraction, and I don't have a third. Those are my top two. Okay. Because I can't pick, I can't pick a third. So this person has to be financially stable. Um, and like the whole thing, I don't need you to be top six figures. We can make the same amount. I just need you to be like, we're putting this away for a future plan. Um, because I am not crippled in debt. And that is the win that I have. (laughs) So financially stable. Um, um, Attraction slash sexually competitive, compare, com, compatible, compatible, compatible. Thank you. <laughs> Don't know why that ended. Um, I think those to me are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are just like really important. And the third one, um, family oriented. Um, but in a, like a non-selfish way, like family oriented in like, you also want to get to know my family and like, want to be initiated into my family as you want me to be initiated and like welcomed into your own. Um, I think sometimes when we think family oriented, we, they're like, oh, you'll just come into my family and, you know, kick rocks to those people you were raised with. So I want them to be like, we're building like this huge clan of people, kind of family oriented. And those are my top three. I love that. And I kind of cheated with four. No. Okay, cool. No. It's your list. You can no. say what you will. Those two were the same. Mm-hmm. You even said it. Those yeah. two were yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. Could you be sexually compatible with somebody you weren't attracted to? Would you even find out? Maybe. Technically. How much you had to drink. I know. Friday night, tequila's flowing. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't have to be. So you could be sexually compatible with somebody that you may not be physically attracted to, but you might be emotionally attracted to. So then you have to figure out what kind of attractiveness you're going for. Attractiveness. I don't know if that's a word. Oh, emotional over physical. Okay. We can become disabled tomorrow. So like, I'd rather be emotionally attracted to you than like. Very true. Very, very true. I think the older I get, the more I need the connection. 
that's that's nice, but I feel like if Morris Chestnut walked into he this garage, he's the only exception to the rule. He walked he up in here and he was an exception. Here's the funny thing to me though, like, oh, this is gonna be rude. I don't want to say that. That might be rude. Never mind. Please, that oh, is, it's totally fine. You have to say it. <laughs> okay, I say this out of love. You are the wish version of Morris Chestnut. Oh, oh, wow. oh, I like that. Oh, like, if, of all the celebrities you could have picked, I was just like, no, I can, you know, I could see it. I could see Morris Chestnut in him. Wow. Wow. Okay. I feel thoroughly good right now. We, okay, good. Uh, you are winning. Yes. Uh, that's so nice. <laughs> it was a compliment for you, but I took this compliment. Did you? I mean, she picked good. <laughs> That's wonderful. That might just be the headliner that I take. I may have. That's how I wrote this episode. Yeah, they said something real nice about me. It just means <laughs> <Or, laughs> <so, laughs> Oh no, it'd be a mutual thing. Um, uh, you have any questions? Oh my gosh. Okay. So as we start to kind of wind down here, mm-hmm. how is the dating pool and or world today that's the most confusing thing for me it's like what are people doing when they're trying to date in today's world it seems like everything's online is there any upside to dating in the modern society depends on what your definition is of dating and what you're dating for Mm -hmm. so if you're talking about just meeting up with people, getting to know people, having a good time. It's great right now. Like that's what this is all about. If you're trying to date with intention to lead towards maybe a serious long-term relationship, it is like looking for a needle in a haystack. That's the best thing that I can say because I have done online dating. I've done speed dating online. We did speed dating and we did it in person one time. That was terrible. Uh, It was a lot more women to men. And so you'd just be sitting there for like 20 minutes waiting for a guy to come to your table because they're just just random women (laughs) being like, You're beautiful. Why are you out here looking for men? So it's I don't know if it's the location that I'm in, but it's really hard to find somebody that I match with or that meets my standards and online it's oh yeah I can have a great conversation with you and then it's one of those things you stop messaging back because somebody else decided to message you and you may like them more so it's like heavier competition when it doesn't have to be but at the same time it's competition out there because Mm -hmm. even if I match with you it doesn't mean you're the only person that I'm talking to or that you're talking to and a lot of people aren't honest like that's that's the main thing where it's like oh yeah I'm an open book I'll be this honest with you and then when you start trying to talk to them you clearly see you right through it and then you just it's just a mess it's trash and trying to meet people in the real world is even harder because I'm an introvert per Mm -hmm. se and I have a lot of introverted tendencies, so I'm not going to make the first move. And then if somebody makes the first move, if I'm not in the right headspace or like see it coming, I'm going to run the opposite direction. So my perfect person may have already tried to hit on me and I freaked out and ran away. So <laughs> I'm going to lose a lose situation right now. <laughs> I think there's a lot of intentionality that needs to happen with dating, but I also think most correct when it's like there's a lot of dishonesty amongst people and honestly I don't even think it's always intentional there there are people out there lying straight up but there's also people who like they want it but there's so many options that they don't want to miss out on someone else and so I think that that gets in the way a lot which is why I just stay at home (laughs) because it's just I don't know and I don't I don't want to play games. I just want to like build a future with somebody 
So yeah, it, it kind of sucks, but it doesn't have to if you don't let it like consume you. Oh, I think that's true. I think that's why committed or marriage, those relationships are so valuable because of all this that you have to go to to possibly get it. Mm -hmm. Crying and you look like this or you say you have this and blah, blah, blah. When you finally get past all the garbage, mm -hmm. all the debris, you know, all the brick walls and you finally you're in something with somebody, it's valuable. I think that's why we're in this search for love. We want it so bad that you know, mm -hmm. we'll just take anything that resembles it. And yeah. And I think, <laughs> and not to blame men, but um, some proclaimed nice guys are not nice. <laughs> and they don't understand why they don't understand why they don't get bitches because they're not nice people um <laughs> i'm i i think i've stopped saying that i'm a nice person um just because i don't know if i'm always nice to people i know that there are times i'm not nice to everybody um but like being nice doesn't mean like you automatically get what you want and I think that ends up being the frustrating part. Like, and social media also doesn't help. I would sit here and I watch these videos of men being like, I'm so nice. And they just want like mean people and like jerks get it. It's like, you're not a nice person. If that's what you think is what women are doing. It's like, well, they don't like me because I was into anime and nerdy stuff. Did they not like you or did you quiz them on every like minute detail about an anime when they told you they also liked anime? It's just like, like people are feeding into their own, um, they're feeding into their own like um, false narratives of what's happening. So then you're just like, okay, well, if that's what you believe anyways. And I do it myself. I see all these beautiful women on social media, kind people on social media who are like, I would love to be in a relationship and like, I just don't get picked and all this other stuff. I'm like, girl, if you're not getting picked, I'm not gonna get picked. And so that also feeds into your own like, <laughs> like false narrative. Like you have to go out and you have to do stuff. You have to meet people. You have to put yourself in semi uncomfortable, but safe scenarios so that you can meet people. And hopefully this summer I'll do it. At the end of every season, I say I'm going to go outside and I don't. <laughs> you can do it. Yes. I believe in you. She's almost there. She's almost there. I'm almost. almost there. We got it. We got it. Well, I think we get into the end, but being the man here and I've heard your, com you know, your comment, I do have a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, not to blame men, but blame men. Um, what are women doing wrong? in the dating scene because we pretty much proclaimed what some men are doing wrong. What are women doing wrong? Not something that men made them do. What's something specific that women are doing wrong because men and women are both trying to get relationships. They're trying to find somebody. So I don't think it's all men. What do you think? I don't think it's all men, but I think um, patriarchal society puts us in a position where women will women have more rules on on how they need to act in society than men so so if a man approaches me i have to be nice regardless of how i feel about them but attraction is also important um so if i'm not attracted to this person i also have to be nice to this person because too many instances of verbal or physical abuse happen to women when they're not nice to men because their egos aren't like if i'm like oh i'll be in the grocery store somebody will be like hey you're really beautiful I'm like thank you i'm with somebody we can't be friends i no i want to come here and do my groceries well you're a bitch anyways and da, 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 da. it's like okay cool so um i think women but I, but not to say that women out here are perfect and not doing anything wrong. So to answer your question, what women are not, uh, I think women also need to be honest with um, what they are looking for in a relationship. I think 
it's good to have standards. I think it's good to know what you want, but out of a grocery list of 10 things to always expect all 10 items to be at the grocery store is not always realistic. Okay. I think that's fair. Three or four things out of 10, I think is a really good batting average. Right. And so you just have to prioritize like you, like we did earlier, the three things that are important um, to like, I could have said six feet, but that's not really that important to me. Um, in the grand scheme of things, like I'm not trying to produce uh, star athletes. I'm just trying to produce good humans. So <laughs> like different sports have different requirements. You don't have to be a seven foot 11. I'm just saying like, um, you could be a disc jockey, uh, not disc jockey. You could be a, a jockey, like a horse do like the Kentucky Derby at five, two. No. Everybody has a role in society. <laughs> so I think um, the only thing, not the only thing, but I think one thing women are doing wrong is um, maybe putting priorities on things that aren't really priorities on their list. Yeah. Okay. Any thoughts there? Um, yes. So I do agree with what Janelle is saying, but another thing it does have to go with, especially with online dating, because we may want to match with a person, we kind of change who we are to mm -hmm. fit who we think they will like. And then it eventually comes back to bite us in the butt because we're lying to ourselves, basically, just because we want to get we're lying to ourselves and we lie to them and then it goes back to just being dishonest type of thing or not knowing what we want to be what we want to begin with and not knowing who we are to begin with i know we may not know who we are and that's always changing but at the same time if i don't know who i am and i'm trying to put myself into a relationship not knowing who i am for me personally i'm a chameleon so i will start to form into them and lose myself. I like that. Good answers. Mm -hmm. Good answers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We have a question that when we have guests on, we kind of always ask them the same question, but it's we have to manipulate the question a little bit for you guys. <laughs> so, how I want to manipulate the question, I did not run this by Harvey first, so we'll see his reaction. Um, <laughs> um, as a result of doing this podcast together, I'm sure you guys have talked to many people and learned a lot of different things. How have you become, what's one way you've become a better person or a new characteristic that you may have developed as a result of doing this podcast together? And each of you can answer. I think mine's pretty easy. I think if you listen to our our um, our episodes in progression, I think you've noticed I talk a little bit less. <laughs> I mean, I still help lead the conversation, but I definitely uh, feel that I listen more and I allow other people to take the lead. Like uh, Mo truly is <laughs> um, introverted. And so I do leave her to lead, answer all the questions and I'll, take us off script sometimes, but I think it's been important for me to start listening to what's around me and learning from others. Love okay. it. Okay. And something for me that I have learned is that it is okay to be my authentic self, yeah. whatever that may be, because it is changing. And Janelle knows, well, Janelle has seen the progression of me and so <laughs> it's sometimes a wild switch and I'm reminded doing this listening to people's stories and things like that that you do just have to be your authentic self and that it is a-okay yeah I love that I love that I have enjoyed talking to you ladies if our listeners want to follow you guys listen to your podcast or anything just let us know where can they find you? How can they connect with you? And what do you guys have going on? 
Well, they can listen to our podcast, Is Marriage Worth It, on um, all podcast platforms. Uh, they can also follow us on social media. We have a Twitter, a TikTok, Facebook group, and our email. And all of them um, are at marriageworthit. And our email address is marriageworthit at gmail.com. And you guys are the first to officially know that we are coming out with season five and that will be dropping towards the end of February. So look out for that. Right. I love the exclusive. (laughs) I will be ready for that. I have subscribed and I'll be listening in to see and hear the progression and hope for great things, whether it be marriage or relationship or just staying in your living room and be happy, you know, whatever whatever it needs to be. Thank you so much for talking with us about this. I'm glad I got to talk. I love you guys. I love the pod. I'm glad you guys came on here. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was such a pleasure. I, I can't imagine not having this conversation. A lot of important things that we really touched on today mm-hmm. and kind of went through the whole gamut of the relationship spectrum. We mm-hmm. talked about dating. We talked about marriage. We talked a, a little bit about divorce and how much I really want that to be your next podcast. <laughs> we can just put that out there into the universe. Is divorce <laughs> worth it? <laughs> no, not is divorce worth it was, was the divorce why did you divorce was the, <laughs> was the divorce worth it that's gonna be like a very clear yes most guests i'm, I'm assuming are happy right. they and divorced. then they have to elaborate wow okay yeah. okay i can't wait to hear it yeah yeah I'm <laughs> <laughs> <it> out there. <laughs> okay i think we have absolutely positively harvey comes to the conclusion that love is progressive i like that well done once love is progressive love is many things but this good love is black thanks for listening to the love is black podcast please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black Podcast. See you next week. <laughs>